Three shots, four part, I just do two. One pup, pop four, birdie, woohoo. New driver, info, replace, M2, pop five, fairway, what you finna do? Think I'll try to get on into start right, good line, good view, it drew, shoot him, make Gavin, two thumbs up. All right, on the Screws Podcast, episode number 88. Uh, this week, we are joined by Keenan Phillips, manager of product marketing and developmental tour for True Temper Golf and Project X. How are you doing? Good, doing well. What's going on, guys? Yeah, man. Thanks for joining us. I know it's early for you. It's uh, it's early in the morning and you're dealing with a, just one time zone difference, I guess, for now, but uh, or a couple hours difference from us. So I appreciate you getting up early with us. Uh, Bryce is here. Bryce is like a big gear guy. I am as well, um, but we're all a little foggy this morning, so let's jump into it and uh, let's let's chat some golf, man. How are, uh, how are things? Maybe you could just, uh, we'd like to just do a quick intro. Maybe tell us about yourself. Um, I know you're playing a lot of golf right now, maybe even a little bit away from the course, and then we can kind of jump into uh, into all the gear. Yeah, no, for sure. So, uh, like I said, I'm the manager for all our product marketing and developmental tours. So, anything that's kind of below Corn Ferry, so college and then AJGA kind of junior golf stuff, um, probably make it out to 10 events or so a year from like the, the junior side of things. Uh, you know, trying to that way make sure they're supported the oems at that level supported on product too uh that way once they go to college go to the corn ferry tour pga tour they kind of have that relationship from our our end um kind of pass them on to our guys there and just kind of provide that seamless transition and just make sure uh hopefully everyone's trying to play their, their best golf possible so uh that's been a, a nice addition to the job the past few years and then on the product marketing side that's i've done that since i uh i guess started about five years ago so, um, that's been something I've, I, I've enjoyed a lot and, uh, was at our headquarters in Memphis for the first, uh, four and a half years and, uh, made the jump out to San Diego about four months ago. So still getting used to that. But, uh, like, like we mentioned beforehand, uh, San Diego stuff to beat. So, <laughs> yeah, I was telling them Bryce that we had on, uh, like Bradley and those guys, uh, that do the editing with bryson and and uh gm golf and those guys and they were out in san diego at the time and they yeah they were they were just loving it like they were kind of raving about it they uh they were having a really good time out there where are you from originally uh so from texas oh okay yeah so i grew up in uh grew up in west texas so uh lubbock which is where like texas tech university is um went to college in austin folks live in austin now so uh i was born there too um so it's good to get back Austin's a fun city. I got the rest of my family kind of in South Central Texas too, so uh, it's good to get back and see them when I can. I'll be in Austin in I'd say in a week and a half. That's where we're headed. So, any ideas? Any uh, any spots to go check out? Whatever's by the AC. Whatever's by the fan. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like in the AC. <laughs> but uh, no, rainy streets uh, always a good time. Yeah, uh, I think, I so think that's you one got, that you we got six street. Yeah, you got six street stuff, which is fun and, and a good time, but uh yeah rainy streets a blast um yeah i mean anything on that little area of rainy street you'll have a, a really good time yeah just bring a fan and uh lots of water i <laughs> guess right. so well like I, I was saying too bryce has similar like bryce in michigan so he has similar weather to what i would have in toronto here right now but it hasn't gotten that hot yet like we haven't experienced no. that much heat yet so usually Maybe a couple days here and there but like not yeah like- distant heat usually we have like a couple days at like peak we go celsius here or like into the you know high 80s 90s you know but it's like 110 in austin right now so 
we're uh we're gonna have fun with that i know we're going to like top golf and stuff too so i don't know it'll be uh find some air conditioned spots i guess it'll be all right um recently keenan you were down at the u.s open um well i guess it was a little over a month ago now or so uh and you've been playing some golf can we talk uh, a little bit about some of the tracks you played recently yeah no it's crazy just a month ago it's it's all blending in right now <laughs> been on the, the the road since then but uh u.s open was phenomenal i mean walking around and seeing the country club was uh was unreal it's the first time there for me it's a course that i hope in my lifetime to get to go play it looks so much fun um but i guess since then like you said i've been kind of traveling a bit i took a little vacation with as i mentioned my parents are out on the west coast right now so trying to stay out of that texas heat um so we went up to santa cruz uh for uh, a few days and played pasta tempo which was uh, a treat so i saw it a few months ago for the first time at the western intercollegiate and just fell in love just kind of walking the course for a few days and uh, i told them both my my folks golf so i told them we had got to get try to get out here when we can and uh and get on so uh we, we enjoyed that I had a really good time there and then i was just up in new york for uh an hhj tournament at beth page so first time there um kind of similar experience was there early in the week walking the course and i'm like this is obviously and it's weird to say like oh this is phenomenal because it's supposed to be phenomenal but just seeing it in person and walking it and sometimes some you have some of those courses that spit your eye and you see them and that was definitely uh the black for me so um my uh my buddy writes for golf.com my best friend so he lives in brooklyn we made the drive up on friday and uh yeah got to play beth page black so that was pretty uh it's pretty good two weeks right there between those two it's tough to beat yeah, a friend of mine, uh, sorry, Bryce, a friend of mine was just up there, Anthony, he's been on the pod before. He, uh, We have Score Golf Magazine up here, so he's one of the panelists, and he's on the Golf Digest panelist, and uh, he's played all the top 100 in Canada, which is really cool, and played like quite a few down in the States, so I know he was down there. Um, Fisher's Island was his favorite that he played down there, which is, uh, mm-hmm. I guess, just like a must play. I think it's a top five course in North America or something, but um, he played both the uh played the black course and then um there's another one at beth page too right yes yeah, so they have black red and blue, blue green yellow oh okay so, so they yeah. actually have quite a few but black and red are the two biggest uh yeah those are i guess the, the best but yeah those are the two that he played like i think he played the 36 in a day and he said it was just like phenomenal some of the like just i don't know some of the photos that he took uh, he played like i think he played hudson valley is that it too there's another one like that that was out in new york so he he loved it he said it was a really good trip um has it always been golf for you keenan like you always like have you been a player you know kind of growing up uh so i played baseball growing up actually Mm. so from just about when i could walk until throughout high school kind of got burnt out the end of high school wanted to just go to college enjoy my life there and uh always played golf off and on growing up my dad played in college so it was always a part of i guess my life there um kind of some roommates in college played too so just got into it at the right time and uh got into the equipment side i've always been a huge equipment nerd with whatever it is that i uh you know sport i played i used to get east bay magazines or baseball express magazines and you know uh just been an hour and a half once they came in just flip it to the same page and there's the same thing every month i could still just uh you know try to find that one or two new pieces of, of gear that were out and just, yeah, immerse myself in it. So, uh, yeah, kind of the, the dominoes felt the right time to try to get in the golf industry. Um, fell in love with the game. Like I said, more and more in college and, 
the equipment side for me for just about any sports always been a an easy sell so it just uh just made sense and i'm still enjoying it to this day so um very lucky yeah i kind of like what you said there about um, how you always used to flip magazines because uh i'm kind of similar in that way like even sports i didn't play like i'm on youtube um looking up what guys are using like baseball gloves hockey sticks lacrosse sticks uh yeah golf clubs like i was just always interested in how they used it and why they used it because i could kind of relate because i did like all my own sticks in lacrosse i ordered my own sticks in hockey so i could kind of like relate um mm-hmm. what they liked and how and why they liked it and like kind of what i like so i've kind of always connected with that side of the game so i feel like in yeah. in sports it's kind of like one way or the other you're either really into it or you're not or you'd have no yeah. idea yeah, yeah like yeah. i like when i was playing like when i got into baseball i was like really into gloves like that was like my thing like the bats are like you know they're all like slow pitch bats or whatever up here so they're all like end load or medium load or whatever it is and like it, it's it's like cool to like check that stuff out but like the gloves were like what fascinated me and then like yeah. i was saying like when i played the cross a little bit so i tried to do some webbing and stuff like that bryce i don't know if you did but but yeah golf gear is like it's extensive right it's extensive and it's it's kind of something that i think a lot more players are gaining knowledge on and we're understanding that like you can tweak different things to really like help your game right so um if you're like can you tell us how you got involved with true temper and then we can kind of get into some of the uh the gear stuff yeah so uh i mean just like like i said on the college side of things you know just fell in love with the game of golf always been an equipment nerd and so for my major i needed an internship to graduate uh, as part of the requirement um and i knew i wanted to work in the golf industry if i could make it happen uh it's kind of tough i guess to get into there's not necessarily a lot of postings it's not uh you know like going to be a financial analyst for some big company that has you know 20 postings like pretty well organized on wherever you know monster or linkedin or any of these things mm-hmm. uh it's try to find a job so um i was really kind of looking at each company's page you know obviously you know you got kind of callaway tailor-made type of thing all the the big oems that have kind of listings already set up uh but nothing necessarily for an internship um and so i actually remembered you know true temper i uh it's it's a funny kind of story so tiger woods i think it was like oh five oh six like on the psp i remember i was doing like my story like playing the uh, video game mm-hmm. and i'd gotten sponsored by true temper like i don't know it was early in the game or something and i was with my dad and I was like yeah, 10 at the time, 11. I was like, what's true temper? And so he kind of told me and kind of ever since then, I'd always had true temper in the back of my head for whatever reason. And so kind of, they popped in my head and I was like, okay, well, let me go check their website out. And they didn't necessarily have any job listings posted. So I just kind of wrote a little few paragraphs about myself in the contact form section. Uh, it, it was getting a little up to the wire on, on needing an internship. <laughs> The graduation was coming up and I didn't have one. Um, so I was, I was trying anything. So wrote a few paragraphs about me in the contact form. Luckily, one of my good buddies now uh, was doing that and sent it off to the head of marketing. And I got a email back and a phone interview from there and moved out to Memphis, which is headquarters for True Temper, uh, two weeks after graduation. And kind of the, the rest is history from there. So I got super fortunate. Um, got hired on that August or September after the internship. So, uh, yeah, really, really fortunate. 
You did uh, you did like a little bit of social media and stuff when you started, right? I'm curious. Did you like write in the paragraph? Or did you say, oh, like, I don't know if you guys knew, but you sponsored me like in a video game when I was like 11. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> I, I, that, that part was not in the paragraph. So it's funny that my first boss I had, she had retired that, uh, that winter um, to be a full-time mom. And uh, she printed out the the letter for me and framed it as like a going away gift. So That's I still awesome. had that by my, uh, yeah, by my desk. That's cool. cool. Kind of where it started. eh? Yeah, it's a, it's a perspective for sure. So we noticed, um, Keenan, like the current trends of the game, this is, uh, something that we're naturally going to start speaking about was, uh, like speed, like everybody's talking about gear and speed. So has that changed a lot? Like you've been there for five or six years. We've kind of noticed like, a huge spike in golf over the last couple of years with like COVID and whatnot. But has that been something that's changed dramatically with you guys? Have you always kind of been working, you know, towards that speed game with true temper? Yeah. So that's changed, uh, since I've been there and then really probably the three, four years before I got there. So, um, a great example is our hazardous line. So before that, um, all our graphite stuff, even in the, the 7.0 flex at the time, because we used to have a 7.0 graphite, was probably a flex and a half softer than it is now for us. So we'd gotten a new a new tour rep, and he came over. Uh, and that was the first thing he said is, you know, everything we made at the time 10 years ago was, you know, too soft, basically, for the guys on tour. Um, so Hazardous was really kind of our first you know, us dipping our toe into, all right, let's make something for that stronger swinger. And even since then, which is probably 2015 or so hazardous came out. So seven years now, uh, each line has kind of progressed and, uh, uh, just getting a little bit stronger, a little bit stronger for at least certain parts. Uh, cause I mean, you saw it, I guess, I mean, everyone saw it in the, in the golf industry with Bryson, whatever it was three years ago when he started, you know, really making speed a big focus and everyone kind of made a big deal out at first, uh, or about it first. And ever since then, it just about everyone, if you're not doing it, you're getting, you're getting passed up now. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, it, it's crazy. So it's, it just keeps getting faster and faster. And especially with the, some of the kids I deal with in college, it's the speed they have is stupid. <laughs> yeah. Like uh, I was listening it's to, not- the, sorry, go ahead, Bryce, go ahead, jump in. I was just going to say, like, it's got to get capped at some point, right? Like, guys can only swing the club so fast. When is it going to, yeah. uh, when are guys going to start slowing down and hitting that peak, I wonder? Because, I mean, yeah. I mean, you guys got to try to keep up with these kids getting, uh, getting these high swing speeds and, and getting the lighter shafts for them so they can still get that, uh, that peak speed. Cause, yeah, the young kids, even my little brother, I mean, he's, uh, he's quick. So, yeah, no, the, the kid that won the NCAA um, men's individual, uh, Gordon Sargent from Vanderbilt, uh, I've worked with him a couple times, and so I was following that group from the, the end, obviously, so they went to a playoff, and it's a four-man playoff. Uh, and so where they play at, um, in Scottsdale, it's just, I don't know, eight, uh, 18 poles, this, this par four, it's usually par five, but they played as par four that week. And there's water probably three sixties though. So it never comes into play. Like you don't think about it type of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's on the tee there for the playoff hole, you know, pretty much needing to hit one in the fairway type thing. Just give himself a shot. It's his four other kids. The last thing you want to do is, you know, is, uh, hit one of the bunker or blow one outright and basically be out of the hole. 
he steps up and his ball speed was 194. It's <laughs> playoff ball, That's which insane. is just insane. Yeah, to do that just under pressure, just right down the middle, almost drives it in the water, which nobody even thought comes into play yeah. from that hole. Yeah. We've been uh, thinking, yeah. even thinking about guys like Vim. Uh, like we've had Zach Vim and saw him on a Bryce's buddies. He's down at Moorhead State, and like. I remember just casually talking about some of his yardage and I think he said yeah, he he's like hitting his it. three air in like 265 or something like that like as a stock yardage like it's it's a lot to think about man and like both Bryce and I hit the ball pretty far like Bryce hits a lot further off the tee than I do but it's kind of just been like something that's I don't know taking over the game really and like you said if you're if you're not hitting it that far you're losing distance right and and everybody's kind of chasing it right now it's it does seem like it's kind of tapered back a little bit. Like it's still very prominent in the game, but like, like Bryce said, I think we're kind of maybe hitting that peak. There's always going to be mm-hmm. new technology. Like I'm sure you guys mm-hmm. are working on things to continue to develop it, but yeah, you just wonder kind of what that peak will be in the game. And if there will be, you know, a point, do you guys like project that it'll just keep going up and up? Like, you know, I think of even guys like Ryan Gregnell, he's a Canadian long drive champ. He's been on before and like, Swinging two thirty, like two thirty ball speed is like yeah, it's insane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, I, I think obviously that, like Bryce said, there has to be a peak somewhere, just from a, a physiological standpoint of the golf swing and how a human yeah. body can, how fast the human body can move that. Um, so I think we're probably getting there, uh, but still, from a technology standpoint, the equipment standpoint, shaft standpoint. Um, I don't know, just being able to make something for that speed, still be stable and still be light is uh, quite a tall task. So for sure. It's, yeah. yeah, it's fun to get to see the engineers uh, go back and forth every day in the office. It must change like the manufacturing pro- like process quite a bit too, even for like, you know, just every OEM or just like even stock mm-hmm. models, right? Like, because the average player is looking for a faster speed now as well, right? And, and uh, you have to have like more options, I guess, than we used to have. Like there might've only been, you know, like say you're kind of dropping a couple shafts like each season now i'm sure you guys are kind of pushing out four or five six different models like for even just to go into like the stock you know the stock sets like a golf town or golf galaxy or whatever it is yeah yeah no 100 percent. a great example of that actually for us is so our hazardous smoke green shafts are hulk shaft uh which was one of the non-upcharge shafts i believe in the original sim um for Taylor, which is crazy to, to think to have something that stiff. I mean, it was obviously not the, the up the gut, quote unquote, but it was an, yeah, but it was an offering. Exactly. Game champ. And so that's a shaft. You think like 10 years ago, like, Oh, you know, even like OEM custom. So like, so as an upcharge shaft, all right, you know, we might sell a, a handful of them because not a lot of OEMs are going to order this for, you know, they're, they're not, you know, the golf galaxy golf town is not going to have a guy come in and really need the shaft that often. Mm but now it's pretty much a staple in most OEM custom lines. Uh, just like you said, to kind of have that offering, uh, that really stout offering for the, 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 the players that come in nowadays. So and that is a big that, boy to shaft too. You got to bring it to hit that thing. Yeah. I've swung that a yes, few times. It it's I'm a, I'm a big guy and I've swung that a few times and I, uh, I don't know if I can get all the way around on that thing, but, uh, like I even just think like, I'm looking at my three iron here. Like I have the, like just the regular like black smoke in this one and like it's sweet man the 6.0 like i I, yeah i don't know it's just to have so many different options like you know bryce whenever we're talking gear like steel versus graphite and stuff and that was something we want to get to like later on with wedges and whatnot but yeah it's uh 
there's just so many options and it's a good thing. It's like a good thing for the golfer now, right? Now you're dealing with like a lot of, I guess, juniors or, you know, college level players and whatnot. Do you think players have a better sense in their, like about their gear now more Keenan than maybe they would have when you started? Um, definitely from a shaft side, um, which is a good thing, or I guess I wouldn't be doing it, uh, <laughs> my job properly out there, but definitely from a shaft side. Um, you'll still get the players that, uh, as we kind of talked about earlier, sometimes we'll get some that are super into equipment, uh, whether it obviously just be shafts, you know, new club pads, any of that ball, what they play, some that are just super dialed into all that. Um, and, you know, kind of like to tinker a little bit or have a lot of questions. And then you get some that are just, you know, kind of almost like DJ towards it all. It's yeah. like, okay, that what, what, what putty do you play? Uh, spider yeah <laughs> yeah that interview he had so um yeah it's you know you'll you'll still get that too uh just kind of player dependent but definitely on the shaft side there has been uh i guess an increase in knowledge the past couple of years which i <laughs> guess is good for my end oh definitely yeah, think, yeah definitely keeping you in business too yeah go ahead that's I right I think it's also good too because all the heads these days are all so good and so well made that I don't even think it matters really what head you play anymore. I think a lot of it has to do with the shaft. Um, just because the heads are so competitive from company to company. Um, so I think it's good that kids are starting to realize like um different um shaft characteristics and kind of how they work and stuff. So mm-hmm. yeah, definitely once you find that that profile that fits and works for you it can be mm-hmm. eye-opening for sure can we uh can we talk like a little bit about the lineup like maybe even some products that you guys are have coming out for 2023 have you have you talked about that at all or do you have any uh anything coming up yet yeah so we have a uh, new hazardous which we we brought out for uh us open week uh so new hazardous black so gen 4 um obviously we had our original hazardous which i mentioned i guess was seven years ago then we had Hazardous Smoke, which was kind of Generation 2, and then Hazardous Smoke RDX, just Generation 3. And so for this line, instead of, you know, just keep adding those names after Smoke or Smoke RDX, because we were going to run out of those eventually, mm. we just went back to just Hazardous Branding. We changed the word markup a little bit, so it uh, looks a little different. Um, and so we're just calling it Hazardous Gen 4 type thing. Um, so it's been on tour now for, I guess, about a month. Um gotten some good feedback from it hopefully that's coming out for us uh should be in the fall this year even uh so pretty soon for that one um and that's always fun i mean hat new hazardous stuff for us is just about as good as it gets people get so excited about graphite wood shafts and so that's always fun to kind of see uh, a few new steel parts we're working on hopefully for early next year too um dg mid's been one that's been huge for us uh on tour since it came out Tory. Um, Obviously, you know, we had, we were fortunate enough, uh, at the PGA to have, um, certain player, uh, Mr. Woods put it in a, in a driving iron. So that, that doesn't hurt the demand there. Uh, now it's just trying to, to make enough. So, um, that's, that'll be a good one for us next year as well. And a, a few other things up our sleeve, but, uh, definitely PGA show. There's, there's quite a few launches between our true temper project x acra aerotech family so uh we have pdr calls so product development calls every week and yeah it's going to be a, a busy busy month and a half for us late january february from a launch standpoint 
Yeah, that's one of the things I was going to say is like, you must see, obviously, like the tiger effect, like, you know, wearing Footjoy shoes and stuff like that. Everybody's probably going and checking out what shoes he's wearing. Same type of thing if he puts like a, you know, one of your shafts in any of his clubs or whatever it is. But like, even just this ba- this past week, like JT Post, like Boston went in the John Deere, like obviously he's playing Project X in his, uh, in his mm-hmm. irons. Like, do you guys see a direct like correlation with that? Do you get a little bit more influx? Like, do you have more questions that come in after somebody wins on tour that's maybe... Like I know Bryce and I will go afterwards and like golf WRX will say like, like they'll always post the what's in the bag of the winner and whatnot. So like, do you get more questions? Do you guys see more peak like after that time? Uh, probably not as much if it's just dynamic gold or project X, just cause it's yeah. <laughs> we're pretty fortunate that it's that most weeks. And mm-hmm. so I think the, the kind of the, the equipment rats kind of see that and th- those questions have already been asked for the most part. Uh, you know, when you get a product like LV or DG 120 or, you know, DG mid, something a little different, um, that's not dynamic Golder project text. And we definitely will get that, that Monday or Tuesday, uh, an influx of questions on that product specifically. Nice. Sorry. Go ahead, Bryce. Yep. Yeah. I just want to kind of get into more of like the tour truck stuff and the, and the, at the event kind of part of it. Um, just with like, one big question I've always had was, I know you guys have those curing cells now with the, to do the adapters and stuff and the grips, but how do you get the grips? Like, so say someone breaks a club on the range on Wednesday, like, how are you getting a club ready? I don't know if you deal with heads or just shafts, but I'm putting a grip on it's still wet. Like, how are you guys able to get that ready to go right back out and be ready for that day? Yeah. So the solving everything, our builders out there for a, a grip or, They've been doing it for a long time. So d- definitely try to use the minimal amount of solvent they can. And usually within, you know, 30 minutes after you're okay for the most part mm-hmm. on a grip, definitely on the, the tip adapters, like you said, with all the, um, uh, with all the curing cells, that's, you know, crazy. You're, you're good once that, once that comes out. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it's just probably waiting 30 minutes on the grip and that's, that's usually generous nowadays. It's usually pretty good. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's crazy to see, uh, definitely Wednesday afternoon. Cause that's when the trucks start leaving. If there's an mm-hmm. equipment, some, if anything pops up, it's all hell breaks loose on the trucks. So yeah. they, they like, they like to be out there. Uh, <laughs> they like to be out of the course right at, uh, right at about one. So. Yeah, I remember like Billy Spencer, he, he's on the bag for Sung Jay and he was telling us about like a couple things with with uh like Sung Jay's bag like that happened on Wednesday afternoon and just kind of like the frantic idea of trying to get everything fixed up. I think it was like his three wood went down or something like that and he had to get it replaced. Like I think he cracked the face or something with like as the truck had just left so he had to play without it or he was trying to like get it done within a couple minutes as the truck was leaving. It just seems like it would be I don't know. So many guys are into their gear and there's so many things changing all the time. And like I was watching Tommy Fleetwood, like has two different three irons with the same law. Yeah, thing. Now, like, you know, it's I just, yeah, like That's different carry cool. yardages and stuff like that. There's just so much that goes into it and so much that, you know, the guys on the truck do. Um, like when you're at your tournaments right now, Keenan, are you doing a lot of the fittings? Are you doing uh, much of the work, like with the players hands on? Uh, yeah. So usually at the tournaments I go to, not necessarily as, as many fittings there that's usually more checking in and you know just gonna keep you know catching up for the most part uh seeing who's playing well keeping them back in mind making sure their equipment's still working well for them uh since i don't get to see him i guess that often throughout the throughout the year definitely not every week like a pj tour type event so 
uh, a lot of them will do their fittings usually in the, the winter time or the summertime. Uh, so we have some big fittings coming up uh, in a few weeks uh, that I'm lucky enough to be a part of. So um, for that, it's 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 a lot of fun helping fit these kids and just yeah seeing what they can do. It's it's crazy. Uh, obviously doing it on the PGA Tour and seeing you know our reps do it and other reps do it there. It's uh, I guess it's one thing to watch it and even with these college kids, just because they're so good, it's a very similar experience for me. So. Is it, uh, like, did you get to have a look at, like, stop by the truck when you guys were at the U.S. Open? Like, kind of kind of just, like, have a look and see what was going on? It'd be pretty, like, it'd be a pretty surreal event, I guess, or or just kind of, like, to see what those guys are doing and, like, all everything that they put into it. Yeah. No, so our, our truck's at every uh, PGA Tour events at the U.S. Open as well. So hung out on our truck for a bit. Uh you know, always kind of bounce around. I'll make it out to five, six PJ tour events a year. So at this point, five years into it, uh, I know a fair amount of the, the reps out there. So I'll kind of bounce around to the other vans too. Say hi to everyone when I'm there that week and catch up a bit. So, uh, major, major weeks are fun. Um, cause everyone, I think rep wise, player wise knows it's a big deal. And so everyone's a little on edge, but luckily not a lot of players are switching too much major week. So kind of the reps could really enjoy a major week uh, and just kind of sit back and be golf fans, which is, yeah, which just, is really a, cool. just a few little things for them to do. Ain't nothing major. Exactly. It's just re-gripping loft flies, stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah nice. if, you're, if you're changing um, stuff outside the open, I guess, if you're changing some equipment, major week, you, you got maybe a few bigger problems. <laughs> yeah. Um, I wanted to go in, um, into graphite versus steel a little bit for uh mm-hmm. shafts i know obviously bryson's gone into the graphite shafts the texas rebar he's calling it but uh mm-hmm. is it ever going to get to the point where everything's going to be graphite irons wedges everything and uh, obviously there's been some some graphite um putter shafts with the with that like golf shafts and stuff um do you think it'll ever get to that point where they can match the steel feel with graphite but add, uh add um more advantages of using it i don't think it will um and i think you hit the nail on the head right there with you said the feel part i think that's always going to be the especially yeah pga tour players at that you know 130 120 gram range that's going to be a big deal for those players that feel and feedback is such a big deal to them Mm -hmm. um you know you've seen it obviously in the lighter weight stuff for sure creep more and more into it and it's so good in the lighter weight stuff uh because feel you know once you hit that 90 gram 80 gram there's only so much you can do with it um um graphite i mean depend regardless of weight um you can really manipulate it however you want from a playability standpoint um yeah so i, I don't think you'll see a an overhaul i mean maybe you know pretty far down the road uh, you might see more and more, um, kind of within that, you know, one fifteen range be mm-hmm. a little more common. Uh, yeah, I think the, the feel part of steel, the, um, you know, the trusted consistency of steel, I think it'll still just, uh, yeah, it'll, I think it'll still be pretty, pretty relevant. I know this year, like I've got the S 400 TIs, like my wedges like i've got the mg3s and like before i played i played a kbs shaft in my uh 
in my wedges before and like it it's just something that mm-hmm. like i don't know this year like i've fallen in love with those wedges like it is just like a feel thing and it takes you a little while to get, kind of get used to it but it's just something that you'll never uh i just feel like i'll never like take away from my game like i'll never take that part away from my game i, I don't know players just i think as you get kind of a, as a higher level player you'll always kind of go back to the feel a bit right so we can chase distance all we want but I think feel is still like ultimate when it comes to uh, wedges, especially, I guess, right? But. Yeah, I know. I think when I, so when I got uh, added on the company, that was something I was super excited for. It was like, oh, you know, I'm going to, all these options now, I can go get fits to it yeah. really, you know, works for my game best. And after like an hour, it was like, oh yeah, X100 and the Irons S400 in the way. That's cool. I knew that. Yeah, <laughs> okay. exactly. yeah. Well, and it's just like kind of like with the fitting process too, you can like manipulate your loft and your lies a little bit. And like, oh, yeah. you know, it's just, uh, it does help. Like it really does help. And like, you know, the shaft, like it was one of the things too, like when we, um, like Bryce and I both play the stealth driver and like this year, the hazardous like RDX was like, uh, Mm -hmm. that was like the stock shaft or like one of the shaft options that came in it, which was like, that's a pretty damn good shaft to, to, you know, get off the shelf. Right. So a lot of people like getting that don't have the option to get fit or that maybe can't afford it or that are kind of choosing one or the other, like, you're going to find yourself a pretty good option out there, which is, uh, which is pretty good. I guess that's like the idea of, um, like how much is going into the gear and how many options people have. And then, you know, you can kind of, it's nice to have that adapter where you can like, you know, change them in and out, Mm -hmm. you know, swap it with a buddy or whatever it is. And, and, uh, like even Bryce and I being lefty and righty, we can still kind of pop a, pop a new head on and and try it. Right. So, um, but the fitting process is, uh, something you got to do. Bryce, you might, uh, you might find a wedge game if you went and got fit. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I'm playing. Uh, I swing my driver probably 120 miles an hour, clubhead speed, and I'm playing stiff, stiff iron wedges or uh, iron shafts. So yeah, yeah, um, we uh, yeah. we'll have to send you down to San Diego one day. I gotta yeah. bump it up. Yeah, I know. We'll uh, we'll have to we'll have to change that for sure. But uh, I know it's uh, early freaking, and you got another call. Really appreciate you taking the time to uh, kind of come on, educate us uh, a little bit, and uh, well, quite a bit actually in the uh, in the world of shafts and everything that's constantly changing and uh progressing we'll definitely have to have you back on in the future man really appreciate it can we uh can we share your socials anyway if anybody wants to kind of check out any true temper um i know your project x do a little bit of work with uh i think acro as well right oh yeah yep. yeah true so. Temper project x acro aerotech nice nice yeah, so I, think, I think they're all just true temper golf project x golf acro golf aerotech golf i should probably know the last those for sure but i I think those are all just the hand like the handles themselves yeah Yeah. i'll go ahead and uh i'll link them below anybody wants to go over and check it out um can we share your personal page anybody has any questions they want to reach out to you yeah so all my stuff's just kp shafts uh pretty pretty simple there um yeah feel free anyone dm uh any questions i I try to get back to them uh pretty quickly so awesome i'm always here to help yeah thanks for coming on uh bryce and i both love these chats it's uh it's kind of cool to uh to see and the good thing is next time if we can have you on again 
we'll have plenty of new stuff to talk about. No, for sure. And let, uh, let me know if you guys are out in San Diego. He's out in my ball and of course I tee up. I lose the ball and I rear up. I miss the fairway, I probably end up in the ocean or maybe the beach. And I'm on a part five and I'm finna go reach it. Second was blind, I see it. Feel like it might be an average. I was working scenario.